Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Edgar said to the interviewer he was convinced that the thing out there wasn't a vault at Yeah, all. I know what he thought. Dr. Edgar's didn't think it was designed to keep things out. I know what he, he thought. He thought it was designed to keep something in. Do you even understand the difficulty trying to keep a base like Fathom at the bottom of the ocean from killing everyone in it on a daily basis? Oh my god. Everyone hold on to something. I think whatever is on the other side of that door out there, it's not friendly. I think it's trying to get out. That, my friend, is a dire combination. That's a bad sign. Get out of the door! Spreading like some kind of technological contagion. We can either stop it here or watch the world burn. Fathom, the first season of Derelict. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Or learn more at derelictpodcast.com. The Road of Shadows. Created by Mark R. Healy. A Beyond the Dark production. Season 2. Episode 8. The Strength of One. Sheriff Barnes? Deputy Towney, what the hell are you doing here? Don't act so surprised, Miss Holmes. You didn't think you'd seen the last of us, did you? Judging by their faces, I reckon maybe they did. But why are you here at the old hospital? How did you find us? Oh, we've been making some polite inquiries around town, conducting preliminary investigations into some criminal activities back in Colton. One thing led to another. And we ended up talking to a custodian over at the hospital. What was his name, Laura? It was Kevin, Sheriff. Kevin. That's the one. Yeah. Kevin said you'd been asking all sorts of questions about historical events here in Clifford Springs. Is that right? What about it? He told us you'd asked about the old hospital ruins. Wanted to know the address, even. So Deputy Towney and myself figured we'd come out here ourselves and see what all the fuss is about. I'm a bit of a history buff myself. We saw that motorcycle of yours parked out front, and that was that. Yeah, okay. So what's the story, Daniel? What's so fascinating in there? I doubt you'd be interested. Oh, come on now. Try me. It's part of something we're investigating. The whole thing with your sister... Still? Yes, it's connected to her disappearance. All the way out here in Clifford Springs. <laughs> that excuse is starting to sound more than a little flimsy. What would you know, Deputy Towney? You never gave a shit about Jenny from the start. Now, now, Amber. 
No need for hostility. How about you put your attack dog on a leash then, Sheriff? Who the fuck are you calling a dog, you little shit stain? Oh, calm down, Laura. It's all right. Don't let her get under your skin. Why don't you, uh, head inside and give the place a once-over? My pleasure, Sheriff. You should be careful in there. Why is that? You worried I'm gonna find something? The building's condemned. Parts of the roof are falling in, and, well, it's not exactly safe. I appreciate your concern. We'll just wait a minute, shall we? This won't take long. What do you really want, Sheriff? This isn't even your county. I told you, we're investigating a crime, and those investigations have led us to this very spot. We haven't done anything wrong. You sure? You two look kind of spooked, if I'm being honest. We're fine. And now we'd like to get out of here, if it's all the same to you. Well, hang on there, Miss Holmes. What's the hurry? We'd like to go. Right now, I don't really care what you want. The four of us are going to have a discussion, and that's final. A discussion or another interrogation? Oh, nothing of the sort. Just a chat at the diner. Hell, I'll even shout you a coffee. I'll pass. This discussion is informal, but it's also mandatory. You don't have a choice. So if you decide to put up a stink about it, I'll be forced to escalate and make it official. You catch my drift? (sighs) My God, Sheriff. Deputy Towney, what is it? It stinks in there. Like a whole army of raccoons curled up and died. You find anything? Not yet. The place is huge. It'll take all night to go through all those rooms. Forget about it. Let's move on for now. Come on. Daniel, Amber, you too. Let's talk. What do you think they're doing over there? I'm pretty sure they're pretending to look at the menu while they figure out exactly how they're going to approach this non-interrogation. Oh, it's definitely not an interrogation. (laughs) Can't you see we're in a diner? How could it possibly be an interrogation? Let's just play cool, answer their questions, and let them leave. They've got no evidence against us, and we haven't done anything wrong. Assuming they don't fabricate something to implicate us just to get us back to Colton. At this point, I'm not sure if that would even be the worst outcome. Uh, Have you lost your mind? You saw what happened back there in the ruins, right? With Schilling? Yeah, we had a setback. A setback? We got our asses handed to us, Amber, by a shadow that can barely stand without a walking frame. We miscalculated something. We we made a mistake. There's no mistake. Schilling was right. We lost the only advantage we had in this fight. We lost the conduit. We don't know that. Come on, Amber. We have to face up to this. Everything we planned has gone down the toilet. We're back to square one. Maybe he was bluffing about the conduit, trying to throw us off. Bluffing? Or maybe there was another factor we haven't considered. Something to do with how you were using the axe, for example. I planted that thing right in the middle of his chest, just like I did with the others back at the lake house. And nothing happened. He laughed it off. 
that only leaves one conclusion. My father's bandana was the source of the power, just like we thought from the beginning. And the power never transferred to the axe at all. The, the theory we came up with is that the bandana was covered in the blood of a shadow. The one who attacked your dad. Right. That's the conduit. Their blood. Not the axe. And sure as hell not my blood either. Fuck. The emissary who came to us that night at Mosquito Falls... She went straight for the bandana. She knew what she was doing, no doubt about it. So there's no point going back for the axe, is there? No, it's worthless. We'd be no better off picking up a brand new one at a hardware store. There's no magic in that axe, and there never was. It was always the blood on the bandana. Okay, okay, let's think about this logically. Your dad made a shadow bleed somehow. If we can figure out how to do that, we might have an angle. That's a big if. But if we can, we're back in the game. We can use the blood to create another weapon against them. Hey, if we had enough blood, we could even make more than one. I just drove an axe into Schilling, and I didn't so much as scratch him. Bullets won't work against him. I don't see how we can possibly make him bleed. There must be some way. I... Maybe the Compendium has the answers. The only thing we have in our favor is that we know Schilling is weak. Practically a pushover. But he's going to get stronger. We can count on that. When he's ready, he'll come after us. How long do you think we have? A day? A week? I don't know for sure. And when he does come for us, assuming we haven't found a way to get the blood of a shadow, what are we going to do? I'm not sure. But I know one thing. I'm not going to run. I'm never going back to that life again. Shh. Barnes and Townie are coming back. All right. Sorry for the wait. You too comfortable here? Can we get this over with, please? You don't look so well, Miss Holmes. Very pale. Something the matter? I'm fine. You sure? I'd be a lot better if I was resting back at the motel right now. All right. I hear you. Let's keep this brief. There's been an incident back in Colton, something serious. A deputy was killed at the Western Checkpoint a couple nights ago. It was a hit and run. Deputy Townie and myself are trying to put the pieces together and figure out who did it and why. Sorry to hear that. And as it turns out, that happens to be the same night the two of you disappeared from Colton like a fart in the wind. You can understand why that might raise some suspicions on our end. I'm sorry for your loss, but this hidden run had nothing to do with us. Why'd you leave so fast? I learned some information related to Jenny's disappearance. It was time-sensitive, so we left right away. Why'd you bring Daniel? We've become close over the last week. He wanted to help. And besides, I needed a ride. What happened to your car? Someone torched it. Didn't you know that already? I do know. I just wanted to hear your version of the events. <laughs> my version is that I went to pick up my car and someone had lit the damn thing on fire. Who would do that, you think? And aren't you the cops? Shouldn't you be telling me? Oh, or do you just not bother with investigating stuff anymore? Why didn't you report it? Because I knew it wouldn't do me any good. You two hate my guts, and so does everyone else in Colton. I imagine you all sat back and had a good laugh when you found the car, right? 
Probably figured I'd been asking for something like that to happen since the minute I arrived in town. We treat all crimes seriously. <laughs> like hell. What happened when you left Colton? We stopped in Mosquito Falls. Ah, yes. Mosquito Falls. We learned of a disturbance there near the motel where you were staying. Someone hollering in the woods, making one hell of a ruckus. You know anything about that? We heard it. Woke us up in the middle of the night. The owner of the motel said you left, unexpectedly. It's not like we were going to get any sleep with all that noise. And besides, we never intended to stay long. We were in a hurry to get to Clifford Springs, so we hit the road. And you've been busy since you got here, haven't you? Popping up all over the place asking questions. The clinic in town. The hospital. What kind of answers are you hoping to get at all those places? Why should I explain that to a couple of cops who think my sister is safe and well, sitting on a beach somewhere, sipping pina coladas? That is your theory, isn't it, Sheriff? My theory is that Jenny moved on from Colton. That's all. This discussion will go a lot faster if you just answer our questions, Miss Holmes. All right, fine. We believe that someone here in Clifford Springs has information about my sister's disappearance. Huh. Who, exactly? A resident here. I don't want to name any names until we've finished our investigation. Huh. And what were you doing at the ruins? There were other disappearances at the hospital years ago. Travelers going missing? We believe those might be related to Jenny's situation. How so? Listen, Sheriff. We're just a couple of amateurs out here doing our best. I'm sure if you wanted to conduct a full investigation of your own, you could find answers a lot faster than us. I have no intention of investigating these so-called disappearances. That's because you're only interested in nailing our asses for something. Anything. That's why you chased us hundreds of miles. For nothing. One of my boys got steamrolled out there on that highway and left for dead. Like a piece of fucking roadkill. That's why I came all this way. And I won't stop until that killer is apprehended. And like I said, I'm sorry. But you're looking at the wrong people, Sheriff. Amber and me came all this way on a motorcycle. We didn't smash through any checkpoints. There's just no way. And what about a white Ford sedan? You wouldn't know anything about that either, would you? No, we don't. Come on, Sheriff. Let's go and cool off. We might end up saying something we're going to regret. This ain't over. You hear me? I'm not gonna give up. I'll keep digging, and sooner or later I'm gonna find something. You can count on it. James Schilling. What a sight you are. Dragisa? Uh, what are you- Relax, James. Be still, my brother. I'm here to help you. Where did you come from? I was sent here. I come with a purpose. Has she called upon me? Is it my time? No, not at all. There are still many good years ahead of you. I can assure you of that. When I saw you, I thought... I... Be still. All is well. 
That is good. Yes, but it seems you've fallen on hard times, haven't you? Stuck down here in the bowels of this ruined place, cowering like an infant. There was a disaster out by the lake in Colton. Surely you know that by now. Five of us gathered to confront the Nostrama, but our Congress was broken. I know about the Congress and the Nostrama. Then you know that none of this is my fault. Stop groveling on your belly, James. This behavior is beneath you. But, Dragisa... Do you accept your pardon as calamity or not? Yes, I accept. And how do you intend to make amends? He came here just a few hours ago, the Nostrama. I was able to turn the tide against him. He has lost the conduit. You were able to turn the tide. You did nothing. But I... The conduit was not lost. It was taken from him, you imbecile. Vesela gave her life in that endeavor. Vesela? She went to him as an emissary. And when her attempts to broker peace were thwarted, she gave herself to flame, taking the conduit with her. A sacrifice to be honored and remembered. A sacrifice that was only necessary because of your wastefulness and indolence. How dare you speak to me that way? You deserve no less for what you have done. The situation at the lake house... <laughs> Don't pretend that what happened there is the only transgression you've committed. Take a look around at these very ruins in which we stand. The fire that destroyed this place was a result of your own doing, was it not? Yes, I lit the fire. Tell me why. Because I had no other choice. You destroyed the hospital when the townsfolk became suspicious about the disappearances here. The litany of malpractice. And all because you could not control your appetites. Your greed and stupidity brought unwanted attention, didn't they? You endangered the holy secrets of your brothers and sisters. Your mother. I made things right in the end. No one remembers this place anymore. No one remembers what happened within these walls. I have whispered to the people and made them forget. Not all have forgotten. You speak of ancient history, Dragisa. And what of more recent events? What do you have to say for yourself? What happened at Colton was an aberration. We performed the ritual in the way of the ancestors just as it was meant to be. Then how did the Nostrama defeat you? I don't know! He's different than the ones before. You did something wrong. No, I swear it! The strength of one cannot outweigh the strength of five. Even those still damp with the blood of anointment know that. And yet it did. Come here, James. Come to me. Look upon me. Look upon my face. What is it? Do you see? Your skin. Yes. Marcella has passed, but there is still reason for Mother to rejoice. I, Dragisa, have joined the Wilted. Your days of hunting are... are over. Yes. Blood will pass my lips no more. A great honor. Isn't it beautiful? Yes. Beautiful. 
I have waited many years for this. Then the time for you to return is near. Near enough. You will become one with Mother. Yes, I have been blessed. But you, Dr. James Schilling... Why must you keep calling me that? Can you not address me by the name Mother gave me? You do not deserve to be called that. Not now. You are disgraced. No! She gave up one of her wilted in order to save you. And now you must make amends. But- You will kill the Nostrama. Even now he contemplates retribution. We cannot let that happen again. Too many times has he slipped through our grasp. I am weak. I call upon the kin for guidance and support. This burden is yours alone. Bring our brothers and sisters here to Clifford Springs so that we can overwhelm him. No. Mother will allow no others to be sacrificed in this undertaking. You will destroy the Nostrama yourself or die trying. But I have no strength, Dragisa. Then I suggest you find it. Because if you fail, your name will be cursed. Your memory will be despised by the kin for eternity. Do you understand? Please! There must be... There must be something you could do! Find your strength, James. That's the only advice I can give. Find it, or perish. How are you feeling? Any better? Not really. But as long as we stay here in the motel room, I should be good. I'm sure I'll pick up in a few hours. Want a cup of coffee? I was just going to make one. Ugh. No thanks. I'm worried about you, Amber. Well, worrying about things isn't productive. Why don't you help me here instead? The compendium again, huh? What have you found this time? I've been going back over everything we know about the Conduit. Everything we thought we knew, which turned out to be wrong. We shouldn't be too hard on ourselves about this, Daniel. I should have known better. I mean, back at the lake house during the fight, it really felt like the power came from the bandana. The way it grew hot in my hand, I, I should have trusted that instinct. Yeah, but your blood was on that bandana too. You couldn't have known for certain it was shadow blood that created the Conduit. Well, we sure as hell know now. <laughs> oh, you remind me of the greatest American hero sometimes. The what? Oh, you haven't seen it? It's a great show. On TV? Yeah. I don't watch a lot of TV. What's the deal? Oh, so the story is that there's this regular guy called uh, Ralph who gets given a super suit by some aliens. But he doesn't know how the suit works. And that creates some major problems whenever he tries to use it to help people. Wait a minute. Aliens give a guy a super suit. I'm not sure that makes sense. This isn't National Geographic, Daniel. It's just a funny setup for a science fiction show. Why doesn't he know how the suit works? He lost the instructions. Yeah, so whenever he tries to fly like Superman, he just ends up crashing into walls and stuff like that. I think you'd really like it. 
And how does this relate to me exactly? You're just like Ralph, right? There's this great power at your fingertips. You, you have the potential to do something amazing, to make a real difference in the world. You just have to find the instructions. That's a terrible comparison. <laughs> well, I think it's right on the money. Once you fine-tune this shadow-slaying business, you are going to be unstoppable. If I can fine-tune it. Okay, let's figure it out together in the most logical way we can. Oh, you're not going to start making lists again, are you? If you don't cut the smart talk, then yeah, I just might. <laughs> My lips are sealed. The blood of the shadows is the key. We had some and we lost it. Now we need to get more. What do we do with it once we've got it? Yeah, I reread some of these paragraphs in the compendium, and I think fresh blood is critical. We have to extract it from a shadow and smear it on an object. Whether it's a piece of cloth or a weapon of some sort, that, that should be enough to create a conduit. So if I were to dunk this teaspoon into some shadow blood, that would be enough to do it? I could kill shadows with it? Well, if, if you applied enough force... Remember that the bandana never even touched the shadows back at the lake house. It worked through the axe. As long as there's a physical link, that should be enough to activate the conduit. Hang on a second. I buried that axe blade into no less than four of those goddamn monsters. Their blood must have splashed all over it, and if our logic is correct, that should have turned it into a conduit. Mm -mm, there was no blood on the axe because you emulated those shadows. It's like... It's like they spontaneously combusted. The strikes from your axe didn't make them bleed, it turned them to ash. Like cauterizing the wounds or something? Mm-hmm. Something like that, I guess. <sighs> that kind of makes things worse. How so? Now we have absolutely no idea how to make them bleed. Even if I had a conduit right here in my hand, we'd only have the ability to turn them to ash. No blood means no chance of making more conduits. Hmm. Well, we'll figure it out. Trust me. I'll keep reading. You should get some rest. I will. I will. After I've read some more. Taking up your vigil at the window again. I don't see what else I can do. Daniel? Yeah? We're going to find a way. I like your confidence. I believe in you. <laughs> Get some sleep, huh? I have a feeling that the worst is still ahead of us. The Road of Shadows is created by Mark R. Healy. Want to delve deeper into the story? Head over to Patreon to find character concept art and other bonuses like ad-free episodes that you can hear a week early. All of that and more is available now at patreon.com slash beyondthedark. Check out more of my podcasts at theroadofshadows.com. The Road of Shadows Season 2 stars Hamish Plagemars, Marta De Silva, Jimmy Yamaguchi, Trent Trachtenberg, Madeline Norton, Gavarock, John Carver, Liz Morey, Sally Walker-Taylor, Vivian Reed, Marlon Dance-Huey, Heidi Fisher, Maddie Albrecht, Whitney Holland, Joshua Nicholson, 
and Aubrey Acres. The Road of Shadows is a Beyond the Dark production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Look to the sea. Wayland's assembled a team. They're inside already. This was a risky gamble. There will be consequences for the both of you. Mm, Don't threaten me with a good time. You said this would be a quick in and out job! Did, did, did I say that? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm drawing a blank here, Johnny. Peace of mind. Is that what you call it? You think that what you've given me is peace of mind? I knew you'd come out on the other side. That's just you, right? You never give up. Unless you're giving up on me. It's always raining in Neo-Atlantis. It can't rain all the time. That'll be enough, Mr. Indri. Enough conversation. You have a job to do. Finish it. Kill them. Return Alex Webb to us. The sentiment will surely get me killed in the process, but I mean... None of us get out of this life alive. Am I right? Cybernautica Breakwall, Cybernautica Undertow. A production of Red Fathom Entertainment. Presented by the Fable and Folly Network. Listen to both complete series now. Welcome to Neo Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs>